Broadcasting from a little liberal town known in Madison, Wisconsin. This is the Sauce Report. And your host today, Sauslin Timison. Are you interested in investing today? Or maybe investing for your future? I sure am. When I found out about this wonderful service that they could help me invest for my future, I, I went on this public investing uh, website, which is an investing firm out of New York. They have done a fantastic job in building my portfolio, which is very diversified. And now that, but they will also help you. You are more than welcome to click on the link below and it will bring you to uh, the public investment site where you get to sign up today and you get one free stock of any of your choice. I, I don't know about you, but that sounds like a deal. If you want to, again, to maybe look into it, that's publicinvestment.com where they will explain and answer any questions you have. And that is what is brought to you by today on the Sauce Report. Remember to keep it saucy. Bye. Well, hello and welcome to... <clears throat> oh. Wow, I don't know what I just said. <clears throat> Welcome to the Sauce Report. Wow, that was a rough cut. How are you doing today, Michael? I'm doing fine, Sauce. How's it going, buddy? Good. I don't know what just happened. It seems like I just had a complete Joe Biden moment where I thought I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I hear you, but let's let's get the show going. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yep. It's uh, uncut. So, first of all, how have you been lately? What's all new with you? What's all like in your book? How's your book sales doing? Or are you on your are you on to your next book or what's all going on in in your life? It's been a long well, time since you have been on my show. Yeah, it's it's been a while. Uh, you know, the book sales are doing well. Uh, thank you for asking. You know, um, the uh, the book has now made its appearance onto uh, Barnes and Noble Nook, uh, so you can receive the book onto its Nook format uh, by searching "America's Political Warfare: Our Modern Civil War." Uh, so it's doing good and it's also doing good on Amazon sauce. So, uh, yeah, man, uh, doing awesome. Uh, the second book, uh, just about ready to finish it up. Um, had to extend that, which I'm going to make, uh, an announcement on social media, including my podcast with the second book through the savage door. Uh, we should to hope, hopefully sauce, we should have that second book out by, uh, by June, possibly around July 4th. Dang, are you excited? Do you want to get like a teaser of what the book is going to be about, the second book? Well, the second book is going to be more of a documentary. Ooh, um, how you started feature, podcasting? Yeah, it's going to feature some of like how I got into the industry, but not only is it going to be featuring uh, my passion, interest, and love for podcasting and radio, uh, it's going to go into how I got into radio before I got into podcasting because I was part of uh, two radio shows in my early 20s. So that's where most of my experience on uh, talking uh, over the uh, airwaves come from. Um, and then also it's going to cover some of my uh, my personal life, you know, uh, including as a child, you know, little little Michael Gardner, you know, of Savage Unfiltered before he got into all of this stuff, you know, as young as five, six years old. So. Really, really good book. It's going to be a little different from the first one, more yep. of a documentary. You know what I mean, Sauce? Yeah. So let's kind of touch base on that because were you always a conservative? Like, did you grow up in a conservative household? Did you grow up or did you kind of like stay out of politics? Because what made you get into – because nobody just wakes up on one day and 
says, hey, I'm going to do a Christian podcast or I'm going to do a conservative podcast. Anyway, I'm going to lose some friends, but at the same time, I'm going to make friends. I mean, what made you get into What made you like do conservative podcasting, if I may ask? Well, to answer the first question, I've always uh, uh, I always considered myself a conservative as a young age. I come from a very traditional uh, conservative family. Um, we my, my family to this day, Sasser, are diehard uh, conservatives. Uh, we do not support the Democratic base, even though uh, the Democratic base was a lot different. Uh, you know, in my era, generation of, you know, the early 80s, early 90s, uh, I can tell you, you know, the, the Democratic Party was nothing compared to what it is today. Uh, it's been hijacked through fascists of uh, evil doers. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, what got me into conservative podcasting is I think, Sas, you know, uh, I think people – they need to hear it on a on a like an independent podcast show such as mine and yours. You know, they need to hear that in depth. They need to hear uh, the other side of cons conservatism. You know, through our uh, shows, through our outlets. You know, a lot of people saw us even to this day, man. They're getting tired of hearing the same same spin that you would hear from CNN or MSNBC or even Fox News sadly, mm -hmm. has kind of gone the other direction. People want to hear positive news, Sas. None of that fake garbage, you know? Yeah. And so you get into, you get into podcasting. Um, and then, I mean, what made you kind of switch? Because even conservative now or be a Republican is such a watered-down term now. And this is where we're oh, kind yeah. of – this is kind of leading on to the topic we are talking about. What do you see? What do you see like between a Republican and a conservative? Do you want to do you want to give the listeners a like a clear picture or a definition of the contrast between? Because to me, they're two different things. I mean, one represents if you're uh, a Republican, you kind of agree with everything that's going on, but you just have an art. But you don't really you're not going to stop it. You're going to join them. While a conservative yeah. or a patriot, you're going to do everything and anything to combat the satanic thing that's going on and the and the, the bills that are being passed. I mean, in your terms, what does a Republican mean compared to a conservative? What does it mean in your words? Uh, I think the conservative uh, over, you know, your, your, your average Republican, uh, maybe modern Republican, if you want to call it that, maybe, maybe. modern, right? Because they're, they're more modernized now than, 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 you know, average. Um, I, I think the conservative Republican uh, really, really voices um, their views and, and thoughts of America uh, to the average or modern American today. They're really for the working class. Uh, they really get, you know, the back. Uh, they're 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 really the same as as a Democrat, you know. Republicans, Democrats, it's 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 all the same party sauce. I mean, you know, some of them act the same. So I think that's what separates a conservative over a Republican and Democrat. They're really for the people, and they understand it. You know what I mean? So uh, can you repeat that? Since I think I don't know if there was like a, an error, but who is for the people again, and who's for the Democratic Party? 
I think it's the conservatives uh, that are really for the uh, the Democratic Party. You know what I mean? Yeah, isn't that isn't that kind of a, a contrast difference? And and I also see that. Do you also think that the Republican Party, known as the Rhinos, are plaguing the the good people into brainwashing, thinking that mentality of saying, "Well, we'll get them next time." You know, anyway, we lost it this time, but there's always a next time. But the fact is that there's not a next time. 2024 is becoming a, a like a last chance. You know, we've had 2022, we had 2020, 2020, and 2016. I mean, realistically, I, the time is ticking for America. You know, we've given our rights over to Ukraine, uh, to Zelensky, where he tells us one thing to do. He tells us he he pretty much holds his country by the cojones. Would you say that's correct? <laughs> I would say that I would say that, but I want us. I want to uh, recap of what you just said with the rhinos. I, I think that w- when you hear the word rhino, right, you hear. Uh, there was a lot of rhinos in the eighties. Hell, there was a lot of rhinos during Jimmy Carter's era. Uh, you know, rhino to me. It means it means a disloyalty to the American people. It means a politician that is not standing by the Constitution of this country. That's what it means. That's my definition of a rhino. A person or a individual, however you want to label them, that 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 is a complete rogue. Uh, 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 of a politician. They're rogues, us. They don't want to follow the foundations of America. And isn't that interesting, isn't it? Now, yeah. can you kind of go back? Because I think you cut it out. And I think you kind of cut in. Um, <clears throat> like, can you kind of repeat what you said a couple of minutes ago? Because I don't think I heard you. Okay, yeah, we, we might be getting some gremlins into the feed. I, you know, that's it happens from time to time. But, yeah. uh, you know, what I'm saying about, can you hear me all right, Sauce? Am yeah, I coming in clear. Okay, good. I want to make sure because you know, it's guys. You have to understand, you know, conservative po- podcasts like this, they they get attacked every single day. But you know, what the rhino is is it's a me, Sauce. It's a disloyal uh, to the American people. Uh, they're not they're not standing by the foundations of what this country uh, was founded on. Mm-hmm. And that's my own personal opinion on it. You know, you don't you know, don't fact check me or sauce because these are our opinions. They're not facts. But that's my fact on a rhino sauce. They're disloyal to the American public. Yeah. And I think that is I think you are 100 percent on that. And it's interesting how. I've also noticed throughout the years where the rhinos have supported overspending and the rhinos have supported some of the policies, the democratic policies that is meant to hurt America. For instance, you see this prevalent Moscow Mitch McConnell coming out stating that fighting Ukraine is the number one priority for Americans. Well, that's my check. Number one priority is getting jobs back to America and not and not listening to your not listening to the fake news in the Biden administration, literally directing Americans the wrong path and telling them that we had since he took office there were 18 million jobs that were 
uh, brought back or God's created. See, that's the thing that is that's horrible. And you have the rhinos believing that and, and now switching their message, not talking about how to bring back jobs, not to talk about the parents' rights, but talking about, let's see, Ukraine. Yeah, I mean, come on. Like, there's got to be a stronger standpoint than just saying, "Whoa, we gotta Ukraine, Ukraine. Uh, our country's <laughs> going down. Up Ukraine somehow, and yeah. Ukraine can somehow fix our borders, and Ukraine can do this. This country doesn't belong to Ukraine. How many times do I have to tell that? And now I'm not talking about. I feel bad for the people again. Okay, the, give or take. I feel bad for the Ukrainian. Uh, citizens and the Russian citizens. But I do not feel bad for Zelensky. I don't feel bad for his corrupt government and I don't feel bad for them. And at this point, the this Russian war has been prolonged so much and I'm going to get so much flag for this, Michael. I'm at sure this, you are. At this point, I really hope that Russia wins. You know why I hope Russia wins? Because I want Russia to expose the Biden crime family the Nancy Pelosi crime family, Mitt Romney, and Moscow Mitch. I want the, <laughs> That's why I want Putin to win at this point. I really hope that Russia wins. And I don't know what's taking so long. And, I mean, what do you think is taking so long? Well, it... that's a bold statement, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think the length of it, you know, what's taking it so long is, uh, you know, obviously there's a funding issue going on, right? Like they're more worried about funding. Uh, that's what they are. I mean, you, you, guys, I, I, I'm not calling this a war, sauce. I'm calling it like a, a like a funding uh, conflict because you don't hear about, you know, war in this. You don't hear about two countries battling now uh, for protection. You hear about the funding, sauce. Yeah. Like, when is America going to fund or why isn't America funding this and that? Like. Why does it always have to come out of our checkbooks? Why, why can't the European Parliament, why can't Canada, which is part of the European Parliament, why can't these countries fund them? That's a why? question that I want to know. That's yeah. a really, really good question. And, and because clearly, I don't know if a lot of people did not hear what happened this past week. Yeah. But Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping find, signed a contract officially stating that they are aligning each other and that they will supply with each other military weapons, funding, and will supply start producing oil and gas for each other. That yeah. is a major thing. And a lot of the media people aren't going to know. They don't know about it because yeah. they all this week they've been focused on is President Trump might be going to jail. He might be getting arrested. See, oh, and, that's all spin, Sauce. I mean, you know, like they he, didn't cover he, the to be honest news. with you, Sauce. Yeah, to be honest with you, I, I, I'm just letting you know I got about another minute here. I, I do apologize, but I got to wrap it up with you. Um, you know, to, to be honest with you, Sauce, it's all political spin. Donald Trump said that he wanted to get arrested, which would be a great political strategy on it, his behalf. Yes. If you, if, if you ask me, great funding contribution, huh? Great funding. Great way to fund people. It's an automatic landslide for his for, for, for his reelection in 2024. Yeah. What's DeSantis says? Uh, don't say gay. Ooh. 
Yeah. That's how that's how you want, but that's not that's not gonna win the whole nation. But as we wrap things up, yeah, uh, I'm sorry, Sas. Any- I wish I could give you more time, buddy. But no, no you're you know, good. Do you I, have I, any I did want to come on your show, buddy, to give you some content uh, because this is a much addressed issue that we're going through here. Yes. Do you have any final thoughts? Uh, Rhinos plaguing the Republican Party or the Patriot Party. <laughs> Uh, the rhinos pledging America plaguing, or plaguing the uh, the Patriot Party plaguing America. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think I think it goes back to like I said, it goes back to the eighties and even the seventies. Uh, it's nothing new. It's sort of a uh, you know a a get back uh, at the uh, the conservative movement uh, because again, Sas, they're more worried. The rhinos. Republicans and the Democratic, now modernized Democratic Party, let's just call them the fascist party because that's what they are. They're more worried about vote sauce than fighting for what's right for America. That's plain and simple. We're, we're in a divided America, sauce. We're living in two Americas. We're not living under the same banner of America. We're living under two banners. We're living under a fascist regime of America that's been hijacked by these evil, corrupted politicians that want nothing than just see money keep on flowing in their pockets versus fighting for the everyday American worker in this nation. That's what we're seeing, and it's disgusting. It really is. Yep, and with that in mind, that's a great way to end the sauce report. Remember to keep a thoughtsy. Bye. You just heard an episode of The Sash Report, a podcast on Spotify, iHeart, and anywhere you hear a podcast. Remember, guys, hit that like and follow button. See you next time, and keep it saucy. Mm